I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. So at least you still get that out of it. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. That the uh, I get the amusement of that. The joy of having children produce that. See, I, I don't have anything like that. I don't have kids, so I don't have any. You want Daniel? Wonderful memories like that. No, I'm. Okay. <laughs> there was probably a point in time I would have taken heaven, um, but uh, now it seems like it would be completely inappropriate for me to take heaven. <laughs> yeah, it might. <laughs> the wife might think that's a lot. Also, yeah. Yes. Yes, dear, this 22-year-old is going to be our daughter. 23. 23-year-old is going to be our daughter. Yes. This is episode 67 of the podcast. Damn. It's crazy, right? It is crazy. Like, it started, uh, our first episode was like 2012. Um, And it would be really awesome if, uh, where the hell are we? You just happen to have a clip? No, I don't have a clip. I, I, that's what I was going to say. It would be really awesome if we did. November 4th, 2012. Wow, so that 13, is a long 14, time. Uh, so three and a half years or so. Um, no, I was thinking that it would be awesome if, if we did have like clips. If someone had went through all of those hours and like pulled made <laughs> best of moments. And then we could talk That'd about it. would be awesome. We could go back and talk about it. Um, but I'm not going to do that. And uh, it, I don't know. Maybe you'll do it. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> someone, but uh, it's the not computer's finally me. up and running. Oh, there's no sound on the computer. Oh, it pisses me off. Yeah, this. You oh. were here in you're in the, here in Los Angeles. Uh, I am back in Los Angeles just for the moment. Um, you, yep, this for is a week. not this is not a a uh, not simulcast a remote. What is it called? By this is not via satellite podcast because yeah. uh, you because we don't have satellites. Well, you haven't set them up yet. I haven't, but we don't. Yeah. Well, it would be via satellite because cell phones go via satellite. So we do have satellite. We have access to satellite. We do. But uh, you, how long have you lived in Ohio now? Uh, since September. October, November, December, January, February, eight March, months? April, May. Eight months. So in eight months, you still haven't gotten the podcast up yet. No. And your original thing was you're only going to be there two years. Three years. Oh, it's three now. No, it was, hmm. it was three because she was starting high school and she wanted to graduate early. I thought it was two. No, it's it's wait a minute. It's supposed to be have, two to three years. Aren't you, don't you have to take your job back within two years? No, 39 months. What the fuck is 39? I just counted out months on my fingers. What is How many? 39 months. 36 three, months is three, three years. Three years and three months. I have okay. to go back to my job. So three years from, so you're. And I don't uh, know why the extra three months. So you have 31 months left. I guess that's. Yeah, I'm still good. You've only blown uh, like ten percent of the time. What ten percent? No, fucking tw- thirty nine months. Ten percent would be three point nine months. Yes. So you have you've already eaten up twenty percent of your time. Yeah, I got to start thinking about what I want to do, huh? Am I going to come back? God, that seems isn't that weird? Twenty percent of thirty nine is only nine. Seems like it should be larger than that. Yeah. My math right? It's, it's no, it's like thirty nine. Be eight. Yeah, be. It's like yeah, seven point something. Yeah, so it's like eight, seven point eight something. Yeah, but it just anyway. seems like it seems like it should be more than that. So eight months is twenty percent. You haven't gotten a studio up in that twenty percent. I haven't. Um, so we'll see if in the next thirty-one months, <laughs> if there's ever a <laughs> podcast via satellite, it will. It will. There's just all kinds of other crap that goes on, and uh, there's always something, and that's why I'm back here. Yeah, every and day. Something with heaven and. So, ready for a heaven story? Sure. Because who doesn't want to open with a heaven story? Heaven stories are always good. Uh, Heaven got into a car accident. 
Um, oh yeah, 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 you were here. I saw this on Facebook. You were here. I was, Shannon, I was in Country Thunder. Shannon went to the rescue, um, and uh, and went and met her. And yeah, there was a selfie, an accident selfie or something. Yeah, because every time she gets into an injury or anytime if something happens to heaven, I take a selfie with her. You could have an entire Instagram account that would probably have like a million <laughs> photos. So she got into an accident. What, is, what uh, kind of car is she driving? She, so, you know, she got out there and she's all excited and she got, you know, she saved money and she bought the car. Got out to Ohio. Cap. was oh, all excited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, she lived with us and she was able to save money and she bought the car. You know, it was like two grand, a little over two grand, whatever. Say two grand. So she bought the car uh-huh. for two grand. What kind of car? Uh, Honda CRV. Okay. So 1999, all-wheel drive, which is nice for out there because of the snow and all That's the other weather. That's not a uh, compressed gas vehicle. Is, is or no, no. It's just, no, a, it's just yeah. a, it's like a RAV4. Yeah, but I think there are CRVs that are compressed gas. Or anyway, go on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, no, it, it's a compressed gas. She just got into an accident. I don't know if the gas would explode. That's, it it was, wouldn't, no. I was heading down that path. No, all right. so, so she got that. She's all excited. Everything was going good. You know, As you're young, well, you, know, you get the minimum insurance on it. As, of course. Yeah, as we all do because I don't want to pay for Three hundred dollars a month. I'd rather pay one hundred and twenty-five, right, right, or whatever right. it is. Yeah, you can't afford that. No, um, and actually, she cooks. She's doing well. Uh, so she goes. She's doing well. She lost. Oh, she was. She lost one of her jobs. Yeah, she's okay. still doing well. I mean, she's still like. She called me on Saturday night and or Friday, Saturday night. She's like, "Hey, I just made two hundred bucks at night from a one job. She made two hundred bucks in tips. Yeah, you know. So I mean, she's not doing bad. Rocking the pole does that, All right. <laughs> Pays well. So you know, she buys this car all excited. She got the place. Her, you know, she's not rocking the pole. No, she's not. But she's, you know, she and she's everything was going good she's for her. Slinging the breadsticks. <laughs> That's what she does. All you can eat. She's a uh, waitress, right? She's yeah. not hostess. She's, yeah, she's a waitress. At the OG. So she's she's slinging the bread. Is it all you can eat breadsticks? But yeah, bullshit. Like, they, I, I it's breadsticks and salad. They it's bring you, you like eat. one, and then you, you never have to see ask them for again. more. Yeah, you have to keep asking. You just have to ask them. But it's yeah, like Red know. Robin's. But bottom. they don't give you the sauce. The sauce is extra. Oh, is it Red Robin's bottomless fries. Yeah, but the fucking waitstaff never comes by to refill your basket. <laughs> nope. Yeah, and I guess McDonald's is going to try endless fries now. That's what they said for an extra fifty cents or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, like people need more. There's 500 calories in a fucking large fry. Yeah, but they're good. They are good. <laughs> but can you imagine? I mean, you're in. Enti- and they never go bad. Leave them sitting <laughs> out for like three months. They'll look the same. Four large fries is your entire calorie allotment. Yep. That's absurd. So I would have three and a Coke. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So heaven, uh, heaven got a car, didn't get insurance on it. Yeah. So she has a minimum insurance. She's going to meet some people after work. Um, a guy. Makes a left-hand turn in front of her, and mm-hmm. she ends up hitting them. Both airbags deploy in her car. Um, she was okay. Nothing. She's driving straight through an intersection. Oncoming guy makes a left-hand yes. turn in front yeah. of her. So okay, the, so it's green, his fault. Green light. Oh, yeah, and the police report show that it's, it's that. Okay. That, that was his fault. All right. Um, he has no insurance. No. Nah. And he's illegal. No. Nah. Doesn't speak English. Mm. In Ohio? In, in Ohio. So heaven illegal Mexican illegal yeah Mexican. Trump's right we need a wall <laughs> I don't know about that oh my god uh, so it's just sad so now she has this car that's setting because she called her insurance and the insurance was like not our problem not because our problem yeah you, you don't we don't have that kind of insurance on this car right uh, so now she's kind of pissed away two thousand dollars and now's trying not that she did have a savings account so she can go out and buy a new car it just sucks for her that she's was the car totaled? It's going to cost more than $2,000 to fix, I imagine. Yeah, you know, between the airbags and the way it was on 
Yeah, but I pocket. mean, if the rest of the car is in good shape, then it might be better than buying a new car. I don't think it's going to be worth it. When, uh, it's, when it's going to be fifteen to two thousand to fix, and she paid two thousand for it. Uh, when I was a teenager, I'll credit my mom for, with this. But when I was a teenager, uh, I did just have regular, you know, the bare bones liability because I couldn't afford more than that. Um, but I did have uninsured motorists. My mom insisted on that, which is a cheap add-on. Yeah, it's like fifteen dollars or something. Like yes, that. It's, it's, it's not very super much. cheap add-on to insure every fucking buddy else on the road, <laughs> uh, but you. And um, I did get hit uh, one time. Actually, uh, same situation or well, similar situation. I was going straight. Guy blew the. Actually, I guess not same. He blew the red light and made a left-hand turn in front of me. Um, so I hit the side of him, but he was uninsured. Yeah. Uninsured motorists that take over. Anyway, back to heaven. She's, uh, so now she's just kind of, she feels like she just pissed away $2,000, which she did kind of, you know, she's getting all the stuff in the mail. Um, and I told her just go to a lawyer. Like she didn't have any injury. She didn't go to the hospital. She had like a little burn on her wrist from the airbags deploying. There was nothing else other than that. Um, so she's not going after her for anything else. How many times is an adult now? Are you in that same situation where you're eyeing that guy who's about to make a left-hand turn and you're riding your brake and, you, and you avoid the accident and you think to yourself, if I was 20, I would have hit that guy? And that's probably true because I, I, it's a lot of challenging when you're young. You're like, you want to try to make it? Let's right. see if you can make it. Right. You, and you're, you're, insistent, you're invincible. <laughs> you're, you're invincible and you're insistent on you have the right away, so uh, fuck him. And as you get older, you're just like, mm, I just, it's I don't. Not worth it. Expe- it's not worth it. Especially now that I ride a motorcycle, I, a lot of times, you know, I'm I'm going up those intersections slow, making sure they're not yeah. moving at all. But as a teenager, you you had this or twenties, you had this attitude of like, fuck it, if my car gets hit, I'll just get a new car. That's right. It'll be because it's going to be that person's fault, not mine. Right. And now you're just like, ah, I don't even want to deal with this. I don't want to fucking deal with the scratch. I got to take a day off of work. <laughs> I'm going to fucking take the car in. I got to get a rental. Fuck all uh, of that. Turns into and so much kid, you're just like, oh, I'll get a physical therapy and I'll get like $5,000. And now you're like, five grand ain't enough. It's not an, I don't, I'm not going to physical therapy every day. Fuck yeah, that. No. <laughs> I got shit I got to do. Um, so an older heaven probably might have been able to avoid that accident. Uh, younger yeah possibly i don't know she was everything all the reports so she was going the speed limit she wasn't speeding um i don't know why he right turned in front that i don't know um but yeah it's possible maybe you know it wasn't very late at night it wasn't like it's a two o'clock in the morning accident or anything like that Mm -hmm. it was just a regular maybe 11 o'clock right and this guy does i don't even think he gets deported i don't think so i don't think there's any recourse and i'm you know, not that I, I want her to go after this guy for all, anything other than, you know, you weren't insured and you need to pay, you know, I'm out $2,000. You need to do something about this. I don't think that. What can you do? Well, I told her to get a lawyer and maybe if she, if she gets, if the lawyer takes 25% because that's what they do out there. I don't, I don't know why it's 25% out there. Cause usually it's like 30, 40 here, yeah. 40 if it goes to court, but, um, that she got all this stuff, you know, as soon as you get into an accident and there's a police report. There's all kinds of lawyers who send you. Oh, you they know, have like ambulance chaser oh, list. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. So yeah, she got a, re- a copy of her report in with you know a bunch of business <laughs> cards. Um, but I just wanted to take, to go to court and get. You know, she gets a thousand dollars out of it. At least it's a thousand dollars that she didn't piss away. Yeah, but how's she going to get a thousand dollars out of a guy who has no? Well, he must license. have a job. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if he's out here on a work visa. Well, I can't be on a work visa because he would be illegal. He's in but Ohio. illegal could have been. He, he's yeah. got to be a gardener. What else could he be? I don't know. 
I don't. I don't know what he does. I, I don't I even know, know that, that he, Mexicans made it to. Why would you leave hot Mexico and go to fucking Ohio? This guy is stupid. <laughs> like I know why they're coming to California and Texas and Arizona because he's the only one out there. He's like, I got this business. No one's in Ohio. What the hell? I would. <laughs> they need gardeners in Ohio. I go to Ohio. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know why he's there, but I, I told her just go to a lawyer and just if she gets five hundred dollars out of it, at least she gets five hundred dollars out of it. Some guy uh, posted on one of my YouTube videos. Why does the Mexican dude have a thick American accent? <laughs> anyway, as I just made uh, fun of Mexicans. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. And you said we need a wall. I said maybe. <laughs> I said maybe Trump is right. I didn't say he was right. I said maybe Trump is right. I've uh, well, look, Trump is right about the wall. Um, there should have always been some kind of a wall. I mean, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be that easy to cross borders, and especially in like, and the, it, it, that is true. The seventies, when drugs started becoming a thing, and Nixon had his war on drugs. Well, if you really want to have a war on drugs, probably the first thing you should do is put up a wall. Like there should be some kind yeah. of divide. But if, what what are they finding now? You put up a wall. What do they do? Well, they're they digging underneath. They're digging <laughs> under, but. Technology today makes it easier to dig under because there are smaller motorized things that you you can attain for a few thousand dollars, ditch diggers and stuff like that. 1970, you put up a wall and pretty much all you have is a shovel to dig a hole like, you know, and and fucking tractors are huge. They're probably we probably wouldn't have the drug problem we had today if Nixon would have focused on a wall. I don't know about that. but So in Trump's defense. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, we could be looking back and going, mm, had we put up that Trump wall, we wouldn't have these fucking problems we have yeah. today. Um, I think it, even if there's a wall, there's a way over a wall. There's a way over a wall, but yeah. Or I mean, under a wall or however it is. As we learned from Blow, they were just flying back and forth to the uh, small yeah, planes. and then you just drop it off. And now, with like you said, with technology. Technology, you can fucking get a drone pin, to you, bring a package yeah, over. And, and you pinpoint exactly where it's at. GPS it exactly where the thing right. ended up at. It's, right. It's not like, hey, you know, we dropped it off in this square mile. Yeah, I'm not sold on the wall today. Although... I, I that wouldn't surprise me to 30 years from now to go, mm, we should have fucking <laughs> you look back and go, well, guess we're wrong uh, about that old wall yeah, thing. No, no, no. If Trump's president, there won't be another 30 years of America. So. But right now it's easy to look back and go, hmm, I guess we shouldn't have used those aerosol cans. Oh, yeah. At the I time. I, I like the weather. <laughs> it's getting warmer. Global warming was great in Cincinnati. Let me just throw that out for you. It was I, it was not a very cold winter. I don't have kids. I only need this planet to last another 50 or so years. So I'm really not worried. That's right. It's we're good. I do my part. Like I, you know, I recycle, I do what I can. I, I, you know, don't use aerosol cans. I definitely try to conserve, but I honestly don't give a fuck what's going to happen on the planet 50 years. As long as it lasts the 50 years, right? As long as it's still good. What do I care? And Still, even though I'm from a position that I don't care, I do try to recycle. I don't, you know, litter. I do buy, you know, environmentally sustainable products. And, you know, I look at energy conservation and stuff like that. As you should. Uh, as as everybody should because... Don't use a lot of water bottles. Right. Oh, I don't... Yeah, water. This Starbucks cup, uh, you're going to probably think that this is a little bit gross. I, this Starbucks cup has not been in the wash in probably four months. It hasn't gone through the dryer. It's a hard plastic... Uh, uh, Starbucks cups, one of the fifty dollar ones that you buy. I put water in it every day, and I drink four of these a day. And I see no reason of washing it. You wash the straw, don't you? No, 
I don't watch the straw either. No, yeah, it just seems like you'd have Germany. I've drank it in, so every once in a while I wash the straw. I, I the reason that I don't think so is it gets drained uh, four or five times a day. There's like no sitting water that's ever in here for more than I don't know an hour or so. So I'm like, why would I wash this? What? That's a waste of water for me to put this in the dishwasher and wash it or, or wash it at all. I'm like, so I don't know, for four months or maybe even longer, this has not been washed. And sometimes I think about that and I go, well, that's kind of disgusting, isn't it? But then I'm like, what, what's wrong with it? I don't put, I don't put anything with like sugar or any, um, anything other than water goes in here. So how could water be dirty? I'm going to take a sip of it. Uh, oh, well, yes, Flint, Michigan. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, I got, got some clean water there, huh? Um, yeah. You... <laughs> that should have been sooner. Yeah. Wait a minute. Say it again. Why don't you ask Flint, Michigan? <laughs> uh, okay, ready? Yeah. Why don't you ask Flint, Michigan? There we go. Timing is everything. Yeah, it is. Uh, so uh, so, so that's the heaven story. That's the latest heaven story. Uh, she hasn't been fired for her from her new job. She's. Yeah, uh, I assume she's showing up on time for she, all well, As far as I know. Um, and Olive Garden, it's got to be her source of food too, right? She eats no, there and then she, she brings food. She doesn't. In. She, I don't think she likes eating there all that often. At, at first, she was. Uh, it, what was it? I think she had to pay like a dollar fifty or something like that for a salad and breadsticks. You know, right. But I don't think she she does that as often. Yeah, you know, when you work there, you're not like, ah, eh, that's awesome. I want that again. Well, yeah, but Olive Garden. I mean, all right, whatever. They have good food. I, I like I, like I love Italian good. food, and I believe there's steak on the menu as well. There is steak. You and then you can get the steak on the Tour of Italy now. You can get, uh, um, you, you can get salad. You, bring that, you can get a chicken salad at Olive Garden. That's not Italian. You can get a steak. That's not Italian. You can get just some pasta without sauce and you know eat that with maybe a little bit of butter um, or pasta with sauce. I mean, there's uh, so many she, options. You bring home some bread I, I guess that's true. Like, uh, if she... Grabs the breadsticks before they put the garlic butter on them. You could slice those in half and put a thin line of peanut butter on it. You got peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't know. There's options. I just I remember when I yeah. was actually when I was a teenager. Our friends who worked in uh, at restaurants meant we fucking when we met up with them we ate good. Oh, it was all stolen yeah. food. Well, I, 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 when I delivered for a, a barbecue place, I'd always like, oh, there's an extra tri-tip. I need an extra tri-tip. <laughs> right. Because they didn't, uh, it wasn't as automated as it is today. So as a driver, you just come in and you'd see what the order is and you just yell it out. Right. Order would come up. Right. You figure out the holes in the system <laughs> right. and how to exploit those. Exactly. So I, I tri-tip all the time. The, the, oh, so good, too. It's always the mistake when you're like, when, when a le- it legitimately happens. And then you look at it and you go, well, what do we do with this? I don't know. I guess we throw it out. So next time I could just do that thing and we end up with that and I get to eat this, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Table three didn't like this. Uh, exactly. Can, can you get another one? Can we box this? <laughs> you haven't even you haven't even brought it to table three. How do you know they don't like it? Oh, I, I brought it. Uh, I just po- watched po- you. It's supposed to have no sauce. Yeah, that's what it is. So can I get that and a side of sauce <laughs> right. box? <laughs> sauce on the side, yeah. Just put my name on it. We'll catch that later. Right. Uh, well, I'm glad she still got her job and, um, me too. Hopefully she's, uh, growing up and learning to not be late for this one. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we just had the discussion yesterday and it's not, I, I don't bring it up to her anymore, but she's like, you know, I'm, I, cause for a while she was doing great. She had her schedule. She had things she had to do. She put it on a list and she'd mark things off. 
and then she started forgetting about the list and now she's kind of back falling into her old ways of you know getting up at like 2 30 to be at work at 3 30 so mm -hmm. she doesn't get anything done during the day mm -hmm. and she's calling herself out on it she's like i, I got to get back into actually doing this because i i liked being the adultier adult mm -hmm. <laughs> i guess feeling like i'm getting things accomplished as opposed to work drink sleep there's work. a theory that there is a uh deep defiance with being tardy there is a uh even though you on the surface know you should be on time and you want to be on time you're tardy because you're tr you're trying to say fuck you fuck the system i'm a rebel and you I'm can't tell me what to do exactly damn the man exactly i'm i'm uh, i'm above your rules you're, you're well, heaven would say before she got fired from her other job she did say at olive garden she she could be fourteen minutes late. Yeah, she figured out that system. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, again, you find the holes in the, in the <laughs> system and you exploit them. Um, yeah, yeah, and not fifteen minutes. <laughs> anyway, so what else? So heaven is. Uh, um, she's coming out here, so she will be out here in June. So we'll see how that goes. Is she are you letting her drive your sob? Yep, I I'm, think that's hilarious. The last time, so you were out here. You borrowed my truck. You were out from Ohio, and during that trip. Uh, you had said to me, you're like, well, heaven's going to be coming out here and she needs a car. And she was, she asked me, she asked you if she could borrow one of Vince's cars, one of my cars. And you were like, his cars are manual transmission. They're not automatic. And she, somehow she's like, what about the Benz? Oh, that's an automatic, but I don't think he's going to learn the Benz. <laughs> yeah. The following day, you and I have that conversation. Having gotten to that accident. I look. I looked on Facebook. Yeah, the following day, that that uh, accident on Facebook, and I was like, "Borrow one of my cars." That's right. I don't think so. Yeah, not gonna happen at all. It's like having Daniel live at your house for a while. Oh, what's that like? <laughs> Daniel. Uh, Daniel's moving out, right? He's uh, moving in. We've talked about this on the podcast, I think. Previously. He has moved out. Yes, he's he's officially moved out. He is uh, moved. But back to, to the, the stick shift thing. Because the stick shift thing, I told you, I saw that meme on. Uh, the internet's like the millennial um you saw that what meme, meme. oh meme oh, i thought you said beam which meme. was another thing altogether. but anyway meme the Go meme on. it's the what the millennial uh theft device anti-theft device sorry the millennial. I, I don't okay. know what this is what is this because a stick shift oh because so it's, a, it's a millennial anti-theft device because yeah, yeah. they have no idea how to drive a stick shift yeah um so your car is not going to get stolen yeah they don't yeah they don't know how to drive a stick shift they no. don't yeah, stay because they don't exist anymore. Mm, no, um, unless you're in Europe. So uh, I know you're not really excited about talking about Daniel that much, but we should cover that he did move into the farmhouse. Yeah, so Daniel's moved into a, a ranch. He's moved into the ranch, and they're waiting to find out uh, Thursday if they get Wi-Fi. Uh, the 11th. 11th. I don't know how far away the 11th is. And well, they the third, think they so. can get it because they're... Uh, they give neighbor. an ad. They gave an address. If they called and they gave an address, now, I don't know what their address is, but so they gave the address. But on this address, there's like five houses because it's a lot of acreage. Like the next door neighbor is that's where he used to go hunting, or actually still goes hunting because there's just uh -huh. a lot of area out there. So I'm not really sure if they're going to be able to get this Wi-Fi. Uh, I don't even know how good the cell service is out there. Um. Well, you said their neighbor has HughesNet. He was, has HughesNet, yeah. So you got four guys living on a ranch, and they're probably going to be yeah. So they're, they're in, in the small three-bedroom house. So one person they drew straws the other night. One person is living in the living room. That's his room. That's good. One person has there's an when the, you open up the door to the front, 
you have to go through a room and there's that's one room. So anytime you go in and out of the house, you're going to be going through this guy's bedroom and then you go into the living room. So you're going through bedroom number two to get to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other two bedrooms, which apparently aren't very big because one of the, the kids talked about when I put the queen size mattress in there, there's not room for anything else. Mm. And then they're going to make a detached garage, their hangout space. And they, yeah, and then they have a d- detached garage, and I don't know how far away it is, but yeah, it's supposed to be a hangout space. It's supposed to be the but band the, room, the uh, the music room, all the house stuff. has a 70-amp breaker, so I'm sure the garage has air conditioning. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know, because that's what I was told, but Tyler said he had his band out there the other day. Uh-huh. And I don't know what all they use, but I'm sure they must use, you know. A, Maybe they were doing an unplug set. <laughs> I guess they could have. That I don't know. All right, so what else? Oh, and the propane. Oh. They did say I was right on the propane. I, I, you know, they, they just got a new propane thing, and Daniel was like, well, you know, they're only supposed to charge us like 16 bucks a month because the, it runs on propane out there, the yeah. gas and all that. Uh-huh. So they just got the new tank in. It was $400 to fill, and so it has to be topped off when they leave. Um, wait a minute. So did they pay to fill it? No, the, the landlords The paid, landlord filled the propane filled tank. It. So when they leave, they just have to make sure it's topped off. So whatever it costs, if it costs them two hundred dollars, it costs them two hundred dollars. It costs them fifty. It costs them fifty. Ah, gotcha. But uh, I don't know how long they're going to be there. But I'm like, you know, so they're going to think, hey, everything's cool. I don't have to pay this because they're not going to have a bill every month. And then they're going to leave, and they're going to be like, oh, by the way, right? You have to pay this propane uh, filling. Yeah. And if they leave, if they run the heater a lot, then that can cost a lot of money. And when you leave, you end up paying. It was actually dumb on their part. They should have filled the tank and then leave the tank empty. I guess that because if you're only there for a few months, then you wasted all that money. They're planning that. that If you're there for three years, then you pay the price of propane three years from now, not the price of the actual (laughs) gas you used. So you you it costs you more. It could, yeah. Anyway, you were told what? Uh, What was I going to say? The oh, they're only going to be there for a. They say about four months is, is the plan. They want to save up enough money. Now, they had to pay 2500 to get in there, first, last, and the deposit. Where are they going to move in four months? That I don't know because they're not, they're, they have to come up with the first, the last, and the deposit. Why didn't they just stay at your place for four months then? Oh, I don't know. I asked because it's only $250 a person. Why are, why are they so dumb? <laughs> I wish I knew. All right. I, I tried. I questioned all these things, but, you know. I'm the asshole no matter how I come at it. I had I higher hopes for the one that wants to be a filmmaker. I thought he was smarter, even though I've never met him. I, just, th- I think part of that is is him because he wants to save the money. He only sees it as, I only have to pay $250 a month. Now, on the new, at the new place. At the new place. Yeah. So, the well, and electricity, because gas is on propane, so they're not worrying about that. Right, you never have to pay that. The it's Wi-Fi free. is whatever, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it is. Huh? What? Um. They yeah they have no refrigerator, currently they have no microwave. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious how this is going to play out. I have a microwave. I give them. I have a smaller <laughs> one. It's in storage. Anyway, I don't know if it might trip the breaker. I don't know. Oh well, that's, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, yeah, they need a, actually it is a small microwave that I have, and that's probably what they need. You can't get there's no like putting in fifteen hundred watt microwave. Nah, that's going to pop hit the refrigerator at the same time and. Uh, yeah, you know, all the dust and all that that they're going to go on Craigslist and get one of those fucking old refrigerators and just eat up electricity. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, well, and that's what they're they're looking at right now. They're going on Craigslist. So yeah, they're probably sure. going to get something that's 
yeah. eats that eats a lot energy, of power. Yeah. Something from the eighties that you know. Someone has had not, it in the garage for a long time and decided it's it, eating energy. Pre yeah, pre energy saver. Um. Well, cool. So what else? What else is there? Uh, let's You're in see. town. Why are you in town? You're in town to fix the I'm in, house. I'm in town to clean up the house, which is a house ready. How, how long are you in town for? Uh, I leave Friday night. So I, about, I was here for a week. Mm. It will be a total of a week. Mm. Uh-oh. That was my fault. Um, so so you kids, have new kids, renters moving in. I do have new renters moving in. So that should be good. Cool. I just got to finish cleaning up the house. Um, got some new carpet going in. Kind of sucks that I don't get to enjoy the new carpet, but. That's okay. Oh, well. That's right. Life of having renters, at least it'll all be done. Yeah, you still have your room. Do these uh, new renters that are moving in, do they cover your payment completely? Yep. Did you get first, last, and security with them as well? I didn't do first and last, but I do have a deposit and, uh, well, first. So. All right. So that's cool. Good times. Uh, because of the fact Daniel And the, was, how long are they planning? They're planning to stay there for a while. Yeah. That's good. They're not moving out anytime soon. 31 months. They, you need them to stick <laughs> exactly. around for 31 months. That's it. Well. How old are the kids? Uh, I honestly, I'm not sure. I want to say the oldest is around seven ish. It could be, you know, kids always grow up so fast. I'm like, I don't know. He's like, like Wes's kids. I'm always like, I don't know. They're like eight, but I think like Wes's kids are now 14, but you always, mm. you don't see them all the time. So you're like, I don't know. Right. I, I have no idea. I, I want to say the oldest is seven. He has three boys and he's like, no, you don't need to replace the carpet. But my carpet was, there's just tore up places. And I just mm-hmm. really, I, I felt bad not replacing the carpet with Daniel and all of them. It didn't matter if heaven was living there. It didn't matter. But because I have people who, you know, kids are going to be cruising outside people. Yeah. Um, so anything going on in the news? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read the news. Oh, you didn't come prepared with any story. Oftentimes you have stories on your phone. No, I don't have anything from the news today. Sorry. I did go to Chicago. Oh yeah. 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 That's should, Should I read the test text that I got from you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. What did I? I think it was pretty much fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck you. I think because you were at you were at Giordano's Pizza. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so much Chicago because uh, Chicago is cold. Um, but you were eating Giordano's Pizza, and I was like, and fuck! all I did, and all I did was, I he he said he texted something, and I said, hey, I'm in Chicago right now, and then I sent him a text of me and Shannon with this pizza in front of me, <laughs> and he's like. Like fucker, are you in front? Is that Giordano's? And then Giordano's. Was, yeah, then the whole thing is fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. <laughs> uh, and then it is that good. In case you're ever there, it really is good pizza. And, and then a week later, and it takes like forty five minutes to get. Yeah, it takes a while because yeah. there's a lot of dough. You got to bake that shit. Yeah, it's not like a pizza place out here where well, ten minutes it's good to go. Yeah. Um. They uh. Did you ask them how they make the pizza? Did you get the rundown? I did not ask them. No. Oh, it's it's like it's thick dough. Cheese, uh, toppings, another thin dough. Then uh, I don't, I don't know if there's more cheese, and then sauce on top, or if it's. Uh, or if there's there's got to be cheese on top. There's no, che- there's no cheese on the top. It's just sauce straight up on the top. That's the last ingredient. Sauce in Chicago style pizza hmm. covers the pizza. But I don't remember if between the second layer of dough and that sauce, if there was more topping. Um, well worth it. It is a, such a great pizza. Oh, it's it's so insane. And that in that bottom section, sandwiched between those pieces of dough, is just cheese and toppings to meld together. Yes. With no sauce to keep that cheese from, you know, latching onto those toppings and just becoming gooiness. And then you've got that layer of dough and then the sauce on top is so fucking good. It was very good, yeah. So we, we did that and we also bought the popcorn every once as you gotta get 
the Chicago popcorn. Yeah, uh, Garrett's. Yeah, 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 Garrett's. You went downtown. You went to Garrett's. Yeah, we went to Garrett's too, and I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah, this is popcorn. Actually, I like you know, I like pop popcornopolis better. Throw me some zebra with that chocolate swirl on it. Uh, Deanna and I recently purchased an air popper. You put the kernels in it. Mm-hmm. No oil, no butter, no nothing. Just straight up pops popcorn and. I am thrilled with it. Like you want to talk back to Vince being environmental. I was like, Hey, no chemicals air popped, no byproducts of oil, no butter on it. Like it's much healthier and better. And, uh, I don't put salt on it. So there's no taking salt out of the earth. Yeah, well, Vince in, in Wales, remember he made us those was it fries or something like that. That was all air done. One night he cooked us a meal. Pretty he sure cooked he a lot. There. I don't. I have no recollection. Of but he has this. It's all air. I, well, I think you put like a, a table tablespoon or something like that of oil in this thing, mm-hmm. and then it's it's all air. Well, our popcorn really popper, good. straight up air, it was like forty dollars at Target. Very happy with it. <laughs> but a good purchase. So yeah, I'm not a I'm not a popcorn snob, so I'm not all into the butter. Uh, yeah, stuff. the, so the Garrett's, Garrett's was very expensive for. I mean, we just got the. Whatever the cracker, caramel color, caramel. Yeah, popcorn to me, that's the problem is like if you, it's like a rice cake. When people take rice cakes and cover them in peanut butter. Yeah, you're eating 900 calories. Just go <laughs> fucking eat a burger. Like you didn't solve any problems. Right. So but it's a rice cake. It's healthy. Yeah, until yeah, you throw a peanut butter on right. it. Right. So caramel corn is good. There's, I love caramel corn, but I'd rather have a fucking chocolate bar or, you know, piece of a slice of pizza. Like by the time you're done eating the, that package of caramel corn, you just ate 900 calories and it's good. But to me, I'm like, it ain't that good. And like the cheesy popcorn, it's good. Buttery popcorn. Yeah. It's fucking good when it's smothered in butter and you dump a bunch of salt on it. Yeah. It's good. But I'd rather have a burger. Like I'm not, <laughs> why am, something else? It isn't as good as a burger or a piece a slice of pizza or a fucking donut. So a lot of the time with these things, popcorn's a big one. I'm like, you just took a healthy snack and made it worse than the donut. So fuck it. I'm going to go eat the donut. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to have, I'll pass on the popcorn. Movie theater popcorn that's, you know, fucking slathered in butter. Sla- slathered in butter. Slathered. Um, but the, the, so you had Garrett's popcorn. Yet, I did. Uh, because everyone's like, oh, you got to try that also when we're out there. So we did. A few days went right by. Right next to the cloud. And my other friend, Michael was in Chicago and uh, posted a photo of Giordano, him eating Giordano's pizza. And my response to him, fuck you. That's <laughs> so good. And Chicago, where I'm at, it's like a trip to Vegas. It's like a four-hour drive. So it's not very far. Right. I thought it was going to be a lot farther than it is, but yeah, we just did it for the night. Well, you have to cross an entire state, Indiana. You do. Almost. You have to go through Jared territory. Jared, yeah. Jared the subway. Yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently which, he's not having a good time and he makes sandwiches on the line now. That's what I heard too. Jared is the Jared subway. Jared, who was, uh, if you're not up on it, a pedophile, uh, who having sex with, uh, got busted for having sex with an underage girl in New York. When I think we had previously resolved that the age of consent in his home state is like, I don't know, 12 or 15 or some shit. And she was 16 or 17. Yeah. So he went to New York so he could really break the law. But whatever. I mean, you shouldn't. And the stuff on his computer. <laughs> a lot of stuff on his computer. Uh, the dude broke the law. You shouldn't have sex with minors anyway, even if it is legal in your state. It's like we just talked about. They're not capable of making mature decisions on, you know, how to move out of a house or how to stop 
even though they don't have the right or even though they have the right away uh they're certainly not capable of making decisions of having Uh sex with you so don't have sex with kids it's bad but i mean i just find to me i'm so amused by the additional level of irony of like you went to a state where it was illegal and you could have just done it in your own state and not gone to jail um anyhow uh indiana's jared state he's in prison and he was on the uh regular inmate line Making, making, working in the commissary. That's his job, making sandwiches for the inmates. But then an inmate uh, beat the crap out of him. Yep, I did hear about that. And uh, that inmate who beat him up, his family members were said, oh, he was going to kill him. He'll kill him. Because, uh, you know, you, apparently that inmate's very sensitive about having sex they hate, with minors well, in Indiana. pedophiles, they hate, you can be a murderer, you can be a rapist, as long as that rape is over 18. Yeah. But it, you go under 18 and they, in prison, hate you. And here's the problem, is uh, that's what they always say, which means that pedophiles always get their own wing, so pedophiles get to hang out with other pedophiles in prison, which Jared is in, uh, you know, got moved to a different safer place so he doesn't get beat up although he's still on the line now he's making sandwiches for the uh the guards is he yeah he works in the guard commissary which i think is just funny that he's he's a sandwich artist now and here's why that is funny i i bet prior to jared uh um jared's recent fucking legal woes having sex with children which we've talked about in the last, I don't know, 10 podcasts or whatever. If you go back into the first 50 podcasts, uh, somewhere in there, I have talked about Jared because I've told this story many times that Jared never had a job. He never had a job in school. He never had a job as a teenager. He went to college and in college lost the weight and Subway came to him and said, would you like to be our pitchman? And that changed Jared's life. He uh, never yes, did. The, this guy, here's a guy who's made a ton of money and he's never had a job. He never delivered papers. He never worked at McDonald's. He showed up on commercials. He showed up. He went straight from never having a job to becoming a pitch person, a spokesperson for Subway. So I was always amazed by this dude. Like whenever I would go, I'd go to Subway, I'd see his image and I'd be like, that guy never had a fucking job. Weird, weird trivia. Never had a job. So now I find it, just completely it puts a smile on my face that his first job is making sandwiches in the prison commons <laughs> that he gets paid like yeah, 17 cents an hour or yeah. something, like that. <laughs> something like that i'm like oh the karma right because part of me he's gonna that, walk out with nothing part of me all that time i guess was anger of like i've had a lot of jobs that motherfucker's <laughs> never had a job right and lives well and now i'm like uh i'm glad i had all those jobs yeah, I'd much rather be me now than him now. Of course, if he would have just kept his, you know, dick in his pants or had sex with those really? that are over exactly. 18. You go to Vegas and you, you get someone who looks younger. Yeah, if that's your thing. I right. mean, there's plenty of girls, especially if you head down like the uh, Filipino or, uh, you know, that those Asian olive colored skin. Yeah, but uh, the money Asian he's Pacific. making, chicken ranch, off he goes, to, you know, Mustang ranch, chicken ranch, any of those places. Yeah, any, yeah, any horror. There's probably local whorehouses. Yeah. I don't know. I, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you go to the chicken ranch and you get a Taiwanese girl or something like yeah. that from there, they look young. But I don't know. And a boy. I, I guess. I, I guess part of it is the taboo. I would think that maybe that's the, ooh, this is bad. Like, well, you're this going is to dirty. a brothel. Yeah. You're like, I mean, they're clean. I mean, if, you're, if I'm going to do it, I would much rather go to one of those places where the girls are checked. and. No, but I mean, like, 
uh, even in, in in normal sex life, in your normal sex life, um, the uh, if you have sex outside or you do something that's daring, that's part of that's part of the excitement. Is oh, it's daring. So maybe to these people, like going to the chicken ranch, is not daring is not on the edge so because anybody can do it yeah so maybe that's the thing that the reason that they want to have sex with kids is because it's edgy i don't know i i I don't get the appeal either which is good since i was a high school teacher (laughs) i mean for a lot of my life i was a kid for a portion and you what you looked at playboy and the girls were 18 every month or 19 and i grew up and they didn't so there's certainly I, I hey I fell in love with my wife. Uh, I've known her since she was fourteen. We've been together since she was sixteen. So I have pictures of her. Actually, there's pictures on my desk of her at like sixteen years old. Aww. look at that hot sixteen year old. She's so Woo! smoking hot. Look so to that. some extent, I was those like, are like ID high school ID cards. Yes, there the is her her Antelope <laughs> Valley College ID. So she's like twenty in there. But this one was her Malibu Grand Prix driver's license. Oh, I don't know if I still have mine. She's sixteen years old in this one, and yeah, I think they're cute. I keep them on my desk. Malibu so, Grand Prix in Northridge. I have pictures of a sixteen-year-old on my desk, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's and I used to carry a picture of her on my wallet. Now with cell phones, who carries photos and wallets? Who carries wallets? I still. This whole thing is all. That's my wallet. Oh, uh, well, you have yeah. cards in the back. I do. Uh, so I, I mean, it could be kind of weird that I have a thing for a 16-year-old because clearly I think that 16-year-old's hot, still thinks she's hot. When I see her today, I think of that girl. I still have sex with that 16-year-old girl. So all that's kind of weird, right? That you're having sex with a 16-year-old in your mind? Yeah. <laughs> but I've been with her all this time and, like, the girls in Playboy didn't age. But now I find, like... When I first saw, this is a good example, when I first saw uh, Thelma and Louise, I remember thinking, why did they put Susan Sarandon in that? That chick is nasty. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was a kid. And now if I watch Thelma and Louise, I'm like, hey, Susan Sarandon is totally pretty good. hot. Yeah. She's a pretty hot looking chick. Right? Um, so it's weird how my tastes have changed where I see 40, 50, and even sometimes 60-year-old women. I'm like, hey. <laughs> you doing? Christy Brinkley, come on. Totally. <laughs> and 18, look, 18, 19 year olds, the Playboy girls, the stripper girls, they're always going to be hot. Um, but they come with too many fucking head games. Uh, they do. You can't have a conversation with them. If you just want to have sex with yeah. them, whatever. So there's a momentary of like, oh, you're smoking, but you're fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, but I can't. <laughs> I, I can't, can't deal do with that. this. No. Can't deal with it. No. Um, Absolutely not. But yeah, other than Deanna, um, I didn't. Yeah, I don't look at 16-year-olds and go. Yeah. Although, I we went to a Modern Family event last night, and uh, uh, they had all the photos from all the seasons, the seven seasons of Modern Family, and they had photo from season one. And we looked at the photos, and you could see the kids change. Like, the adults don't look much different, but the right. kids all change. But the oldest daughter didn't. The oldest daughter, you look photo to photo, and she looks somewhat the same. She was already like 18. She was already 18. And I I remembered that because I was like, I remember the first time I watched Modern Family, I pulled open, which I still do today, I opened up uh, IMDb to check her age. And I was like, okay, I I can say stuff about her. She's over 18. (laughs) I can lust after that girl, even though she's playing someone under 18. Um, well, not anymore. Now she's she's legal age now. She's legal age. Yeah, her character is. Uh, is and she yeah. actually in real life she has some kind of disease. Does she? Yeah, that's why she the smoking hot disease. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Now yeah. there's something about like she can't stand up very long. A lot of her things she'll be sitting down for. Um, 
Oh, that's that. that thing. Yeah, I forget what it was, but there is something that she has. Uh, Ariel Winter, who is the middle daughter, mm-hmm. who's now of age, um, but just turned. If you last, the, we've gone to a few Modern Family events, and the last two or three, uh, if you didn't know who Ariel Winter was, you would swear that she was a stripper or a porn star. Um, and this is not a knock on Ariel Winter. No, this is this is an amusing. And Deanna and I were talking about it last night. She's a cute girl, skinny she's, with huge tits. Yeah, she had a breast reduction. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm talking about the things that she wears. Like she's wearing the slutty outfits, and it's you're, she's 20, you know, or whatever, nine, 18. Yeah, like it's 18. what the girls wear, and that was what we talked about last night. I but was she like, also claims she does that because she wants people to see the scars of her breast reduction. I didn't see any. You could see a lot of plunging. Uh, when she, when she did thing. the uh, Golden Globes, I think is what it was. She talked about it, how she, everyone's like, you you didn't want to hide that? She's like, no, I want everyone to see it. I had a breast reduction. Because um, they're not everything they're made out to be. <laughs> She's currently 18. She turned 18 in January. Um, but yeah, even, and actually just the photos that came up on Google, she looks like she'd be a porn star. Well, there's a huge thing. Again, no one knock. Point, having, I'm not fucking knocking oh, her. No. She can do it. Uh, I'm just saying that, like, it's the age thing where that's what you wear. You have, you know, I would go everywhere shirtless when I was younger. Right. I don't do that so much anymore. <laughs> I have photos of me at Disneyland wearing a button-up shirt and the shirt is just open. Uh huh. I was roaming around Disneyland like that, and I was like, "Who does that? <laughs> fucking dumb, right? Uh, not me." Except at the river, I always have my shirt off because that's the river. But yeah, around town, I used to always have my. The shirt off or half shirt because who didn't love a good half shirt? <laughs> you wore half shirts. <laughs> I must. I'm sure I did in the '80s because everyone had half shirts in the '80s. Yeah, you know, that the parachute pants. Pretty sure I did. Uh, I never. I don't think I ever owned a pair of the zipper pants. Actually, I know I didn't. Oh, I had. I had. Uh, I know two because I had one that was like a dark blue, and then I had one that was black. I wore the black ones a lot more than the blue ones. Well, um, but I I never wore a half shirt. Never had a, a. I didn't own a half shirt. No, I don't think I ever owned the dolphin shorts though. And now looking back, I'm like, I, right oh, now I would love to have some dolphin shorts. I know I had dolphin shorts because it's uh, it was my school gym uniform. That's what they had oh, at really? school. Yeah, you had to wear. <laughs> that was the only pair of dolphin shorts that I had, and uh, we didn't think they were lame because they were like lame '70s dolphin shorts. We thought they were lame because it was what the fucking school made us wear. Exactly, it's a school um, uniform. Damn so, the man! What is? I don't know the Modern Family Girl's name. It's slipping me right now. Uh, I don't remember either. You can't search up that's Modern what I'm, Family. That's what I'm looking for, but, you know. Uh, I don't. Steven Levitin. I got my uh, Levitin. Levitin. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's the creator of Modern Family. I got my photo taken with him last night. Uh, and Deanna got a cool photo slash video taken with uh, uh, Ty Burrell. He's so funny. He is funny. He's so good. The now you and now we'll talk about older hot women. Um, the mob around him for photos was 80 percent, 30 plus good looking women, really, who wanted to take a picture with Ty. And he's so funny. I have said since the beginning of Modern Family, I have said that uh, Phil Dunphy is the dad we all wish we were. We all wish we had. He's the greatest dad in the world. He's he's the most fucking awesome dad. And I, as I was looking at all these women who wanted to take photos with Phil, 
I think it's the nesting thing where they're all just like they're clinging to the greatest dad. He's not a bad looking guy, but he's by no means like, you know, a stud. Um, but I think they're just like they. But he's the, funny. He's I the perfect guy. And on the show, he has a smoking hot wife. So I think they might all identify themselves as, you know, with Julie Bowen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Haley. Haley. Sarah Highland. That's her name. There you go. Um, that would be her name. And let's see. Does Sarah Highland have a disease? <laughs> That's, hmm, HPV. Uh, <laughs> what's coming up here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kidney. Modern family star Sarah Highland tells Seventeen Magazine she's been living with a disease called kidney dysphilia. And has to get a kidney transplant, or oh, had to get a tr- kidney transplant last month from her father in her ongoing battle with the debilitating, debilitating, that's a debilitating, debilitating condition. Right? Uh, you know that is always going to be there for you, no matter what. Well, your father should give you a kidney. He fucking made you, and he fucked you up. So he should. Oh, give that you a messes kidney. you up, though, going without a kidney. I would go. I would give it to my son. Would heaven, you, I guess. Would you give it to your son? I'd give it to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> heaven would be a, a, a for sure. <laughs> heaven is no question. Son is is like anybody else on that That's list? Right. Who else? What, what else we got? Oh look, the little one has walked in. Yep. It is one o'clock. She's like, I need to poop. You need to walk me. It's time to poop. I understood that word. I know what walk <laughs> means. My ears go up. Thank you. Thank you. Walk. Uh, well, you know, we take Lily out all the time. Uh-huh. Lily's always excited to go out. Right. Um, the other day, we I took her out for a... A, a, yo- a frozen uh, yogurt? It sounds like that's how you're going to The other day, I took her out for some uh, popcorn. I, I, yeah, I do take her out. She's a service dog, so I do take her out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I took her for like a six-mile walk mm-hmm. uh, and, and a hike. So it was, it was pretty strenuous. And we got back, and she was just kind of, you know, for like two hours she was kind of laying down or whatever mm-hmm. and one of the boys was going to go out for a walk around the neighborhood and want to take lily mm-hmm. so i get the stuff get it on lily lily just kind of lays down like usually <laughs> she's excited to go right. put it on there and uh, and has the, the boy has the leash trying to take her down and lily's not going right it's the first time i've ever seen lily be like no i'm done today mm. Because usually she's just so hyper and excited to go somewhere. Well, the little chi here, I walk. I have the lab and the little chi, 60-pound and 10-pound, and I walk them for an hour, for a mile around the neighborhood. We go uphill, downhill. And I have a route that takes me up several hills. Uh, and most of the time, we make the complete route. But as the degrees get a little bit warmer, she just gives up. Like, we are, we're walking, and uh, she will just firmly plant her feet down and just lie down. She did it yesterday. <laughs> she fucking laid down in the shade and panted and is straight up like, nope, done, done. I'm calling it. And so three times now I've had to pick her up and walk her back home. <laughs> and the a big one's confused because the big one's like, pick me up, man. And, you <laughs> know, right. This ain't cool. Yeah. Looking up at me like I'm fucking tired, too. And it's only a mile. And it's yesterday. It was, I don't know. How 75. big are your legs versus how big are her legs? Well, I get that she's got to walk more because, you know, she's got tiny little legs, but she makes it when it's not hot. Like when it was in the winter, it was she makes it no problem. And she's excited and she pulls like if look, if she was smart enough, she would be like, I'm gonna get tired at the end of this. so I probably shouldn't pull. Let's just take a stroll. 
no, no, no. She yanks and yanks and then finally gives up. Uh, and she's funny too. Cause she like, uh, if she wants to sniff something, she like digs in like, uh, and even before you're pulling on her to say, come on, let's go. She's like pulling against you and digging her paws in and get, shoving her nose and whatever. And that same thing is what she does when it's time, when she lies down like that, when she's like, it's time to pass out. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, yeah. It's like done. Not gonna, not gonna happen. Yeah. But Lily's a husky, so she always has energy. And I was just, I was so surprised by the fact, like, she was like, I'm, I'm done. Mm. I've never seen that. Well, six miles is a hell of a, hell of a go. There's no way these guys could put up with that shit. No, I, I made it. I figured if I could make it. <laughs> uh, well, you're I'm training gonna, for your Ironman, right? Yeah, we'll see if that happens. My knees aren't, aren't quite there. I'm going to try. I'm still going to try. Did, well, you pay, or someone paid, so you've got to We arrive. We did pay, but we can, show we, we can sell the bib. Oh, because there's a limited number. You know, they don't let anyone. So it's closed off. So it is possible for us to sell the bib if we really wanted to. Can you sell it for more than you paid for? it? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Um, yeah, Iron I'm Man. pretty sure Shannon's not doing it. She really hasn't done much training or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure she's doing it. And we she paid for the insurance for both of us. We insurance. So we if something happens, mm-hmm. like we can't make it or whatever, mm-hmm. we do get. You get half the money back because half of it goes to the triathlon. The other half goes to whatever charity. F- yeah, charity it is. So you get half of it back. Before we uh, started talking, I was I had mentioned to you uh, Casey Neistat, Neistat, Casey Neistat, who's on uh, uh, Facebook, one of Facebook's most popular celebrities, or not Facebook, YouTube. God, what am I doing? Uh, Casey Neistat, who's one of Facebook. I still went, went to Facebook. One of YouTube's most popular celebrities. Anyhow. He's got all these medals. He's done uh, Ironman and triathlon and all that, like fucking trophies. Like, I don't know, 50 of them he shows in one video. Uh, but he had gotten into an accident years ago and was told by uh, uh, doctors that he would never run again. So he had this pigheadedness, and I could see, you know, he was like, no, I'm going to run. And not only that, you know, he's completed Ironmans and he runs every day. That's something. He's a big runner. He's, you know, a lean guy. Um, but that up until that, like up until that point that we heard the story or that I found out the story that he was told he would never walk again. Um, I was just like, why do you fucking run every day? Like what a waste of time because he can. And then he, right. Because someone told him he couldn't. And then they showed And you take it for granted. I take it for granted. Yeah. Kathy Ath in the same way. She wasn't supposed to walk again. I don't know who Kathy is. Kathy, the one that went to the audience with us. Okay. When I say. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, she got hit by a car. Yeah, but when I say I don't know who Kathy is, we have listeners who have no idea. See, so you throw shit out there. You got, you got to put some. Well, I, I, they, I, see how I, I did this whole stupid explanation okay, at Casey. I don't think it matters. Nystat okay, but and, I don't think it matters who, who Kathy is. is. Just the, I was just saying. I don't she, know she if it matters. Saying, Somebody's probably listening, going, "Who's Kathy? Are they talking about?" So my friend Kathy got hit by a car and she was unable to walk, and they told her that she was never going to walk. Again. See, there's now, context she, right there. And I was trying to get there, but you're like. Well, oh, you weren't trying to get there. I was. That's what I was you trying to You go back say. and listen to this podcast. Whatever. And Michael starts telling a story, and then Vince <laughs> clears it up and goes, Daniel's his son. Think... Heaven's his daughter. They moved, she moved uh, to Ohio. Whatever. Everyone By now, everyone knows who Heaven is. At 67 episodes. Somebody, is, somebody might be chiming in today for the first time, and they're just like, what's a Heaven? Who's Heaven? Why do they talk about yeah, Heaven? Is this a religious I podcast? I just explained who my dogs were. I just said, I was like, one's a 60-pound lab. The other one's... I feel like there always needs to be some kind of context. It doesn't take that long. All right, moment. well... Although, in the case of Casey Neistat a moment ago, it took a really long time. It did. It to, uh, for Facebook, which doesn't even... Doesn't It's not even Facebook. It's YouTube. I completely <laughs> fucked that up, and I recognized it at the time. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, what else? 
Uh, let's see what else is going on. I do plan on hitting the river again this summer. So if you guys want to join the river, uh, all right. Let's slide throw it out there. Throwing out to everybody, all the listeners, all big listener party out there. You're gonna have a big listener party <laughs> at the river. A meet and Other drink. than that, no, I don't. I, what else do I have going on? I I still do want to do the Iron Man. I just don't know if my body's gonna be. Hey, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't know what else is going on. I clean the house, getting that thing taken care of, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound very down. <laughs> you don't. You don't have. You don't have a lot of excitement. A lot of chipperness. Uh, or, yeah, you sound beat. Uh, I think that's probably Ohio. I don't think it's Ohio. I think it's Ohio. <laughs> I think it's Ohio. Ohio. You're frustrated with Ohio. Ohio just isn't doing what you thought Ohio would do. You just hope that Ohio would respect you more, and Ohio just isn't. Maybe that's it. Oh, I did. Uh, I am stirring up a, a bunch of shit with the uh, the school district that I've I'm been going against lately. I do advocacy work for so children with uh, in Ohio needs in Ohio. Yeah. So I I go in. So there's relevance. So everyone knows what when advocacy. Right. Is. I saw you set it up. Good. <laughs> So parents with special need children, they have IEPs, uh, which are individual education programs. Mm-hmm. And so I go in with the parents and try to get the services for the children. And right. this last meeting I was at, uh, I got into it with the the head of pupil services. Uh, so he's like the head of the special ed department. Mm-hmm. At, um, to where at the end of the meeting, he called the, the lady that I was working with um, and apologized for the animosity between us. It has nothing to do with her or her child. It just has to do with me. With Michael Hutchinson? Yeah. I was just calling him out on some stuff and, and that I didn't agree with. Uh-huh. And he's like, we wanted this child to have extended school year, which means summer school because he's behind, mm-hmm. which it happens a lot for special education. Sure. That's why they have that. And he's like, well, I don't think they need uh, extended school year. I think, you know, that's a time where he needs to be with family and doing family things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I disagree because this is the time where he can get caught up to be with everybody else when they get into the grade that he's going into. Mm -hmm. So we went back and forth like that. And I could see that some of the teachers were kind of agreeing with me because otherwise, why do they do do reading lists during summer? Why do they, you know, have to spend the first four weeks Mm -hmm. reviewing everything? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there was... uh, so they, the district that I'm, I don't only work against this district, it's whatever the parents, it just happens to be this one. This one has an F in special education, like the Ohio, you know, everyone takes out here, you have the star testing, you know, which grades the schools. Um, and they have one out there also. And this particular school district that I work at got an F in special education. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're ranked like number nine in Ohio. They're ranked number 111 in the nation for academics. So, but everything they put their money towards is advanced and nothing average or below. So some parent hired you to advocate for their child. You got into it with, uh, over the, oh, you, you, you got into, was it the principal? No, it's actually a, he's above principal. He's from he's from district office. He's what the head of title? special ed. Well, head of special ed. Well. So you got into his, it his with, pupil services is what they call okay him pupil services. You got into it with someone at pupil services uh, advocating for what the parents want and for what the child that, needs. That pupil, 
it's not what the parents want. The parent didn't know what I was. She wants the best for the child. I know the services because I've worked with this for such a long but time. But you've already talked to the parents about what you're going to be advocating for, right? Well, yeah. So I, they know what your agenda is going in. Yeah, but they, they don't know all the ins and outs of certain things. Fine. They don't know all the services. Fine, but they've, they've hired you. I'm, a, I'm basically a lawyer is what it is. They hired you. you I do not practice law. You determined uh, what was best for the kid. You discussed that course of action with the parents. Then you went to the pupil services guy and you got into an argument with him. It was no, it was a meeting. It's a whole meeting. It wasn't just him. He just happened to be at the meeting with like eight other people. All right. You got into an argument with him. Then he contacted the parents and apologized trying to separate that it wasn't uh, an issue with their child, but it's an, inuish, an issue with his animosity toward you. Yes. And how did the parents react to that with you? Oh, she thought it was hilarious. She's like, you guys, you're, you're really starting to stir some shit up here because he would never do that. Okay, so she's in, she's, she's, she's glad in that your, I'm there. She's on your team. She's in your court. Absolutely. Okay, because you didn't you didn't finish there. I didn't know if mom was upset about no, that no, or mom, how. Mom was. How pretty, she called me out. right away after she called him and said, "You're not going to believe this." Because part of it is that's probably what should be happening. Absolutely. Um, if if you're be, advocating, um, they yeah, district shouldn't be happy with me. Yeah, either the district is giving you everything that you want, in which case you don't need an, an advocator, or the district is not giving you what you want, in which case you do need an advocator, and then the district shouldn't be getting along with said advocator unless you're asking for things that are ridiculous. So I, I was just yeah, and I and I'm not asking for anything that's it's over the top ridiculous. This is a kid who's who just is falling behind mm -hmm. and and needs the extra help during summer. I think it's weird. Uh, uh, I made kisses and caroms with you and uh, you are now advocating for children in a lawyerly fashion, going to uh, open meetings and standing up for somebody's rights. I made kisses and caroms with Jay Bieber. Uh, he's now going to council meetings and advocating for things for the neighborhood and standing up for people's rights. The stoplights. Uh, Jerome Corshawn, who is another uh, friend of mine, uh, who was instrumental in the distribution of kisses and caroms is uh, now uh, trying to get on the neighborhood council and is advocating for his neighborhood's rights. Um, I don't know if this is something that people around me are just doing in their forties. You 40s yourself to 50s, by people who care, or is this uh, is this what's happening when my friends who were all filmmakers are frustrated with the filmmaking <laughs> system, <laughs> so they're trying to fight. <laughs> for something else um but there's definitely a trend going on here uh because we care you you surround yourself with caring people saying something good about yourself all right right i guess i don't know i just think it's weird that like everybody i know is you know fucking into politics and i don't mean into politics like they're following politics i mean into politics of like they're trying to make a change and I and here I am going. I just need the plan to last fifty years. I don't fucking give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> like I yeah. talked to, uh, I, I I talked to Jerome. I guess in particular, uh, he'll tell me like whatever. He gets he he gets super passionate about politics, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. Like, and it's an okay relationship between us that we have. Of like, I just whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Um, he doesn't get mad and go like, how can this not matter to you? Like, this is the faith of the world. But that's how he feels. Like he deep down is like, uh, each political de decision is the 
alt and which is kind of where you are with this advocacy it's ultimately the difference between right and wrong life and death like this makes a difference but this, and i just mine go, actually like, does make a difference to that one person really, for yeah. that one child it makes a difference whereas globally it politics it, it does i mean that kid you know he's gonna he's gonna take another breath of air tomorrow <laughs> he is but maybe he'll be able to read tomorrow Maybe. See, and because, these are things, because he's going to have extra services to be able to get that end extended school year. These are things I don't care about. So when you say you surround yourself by caring people, I guess it's not me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you care. You do th- everything you can for everybody who asks. I, I want, look, I want people who are around me to be able to read, I suppose. I just don't really care if like someone in Ohio can read. <laughs> But you will if all of Ohio can't read and it starts spreading to all these other places that can't read. That's what's true. The gonna That's be? true. That's it's going to be people who a bunch of people who vote for Trump because they don't know any better. That's true, too. That's I don't I mean. Well, the yeah, the, that's true. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I mean, look, I, part of me wants to say I part of me wants to jump on the other side. I'm, I'm not a Trump supporter, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Trump's the right thing. Trump is good in the fact that he's going to bring a third party around. A lot of people have spoken and, about that. And we One way or a, another. We, we, need, we need this third party. So it, would he be a great president? Absolutely not. I don't believe it happens, though, because uh, the problem with our political system isn't Trump. The problem with our political system is our political system. It is. It's um, our two-party system that they it's have It's not a two-party. It's not that it's a two-party system. It's our system. Here's the, here is the... Basic fundamental problem with what's wrong with politics today. We are currently going through various uh, um, caucuses and primaries through different states. Now, the reason that these existed was because in the early days of politics, you couldn't have a primary in every state at once. You had people traveled by train. So a politician, so it was fair in every state, a politician got on the train and they went on the campaign trail and they went state by state and they campaigned for a presidency in the various different primaries. And some states would have primaries on the same day. And that made it very difficult to campaign. Then as years went along and planes came about, uh, things got changed a little bit and it was like, well, this state's got more delicates. It's more and important and radio. So campaigning became a obviously a strategy. People got paid to win elections. Anyway, I'm getting too deep in this story. Today, we live in a society where voting can happen immediately all at once across the country in the next minute. Like everyone could log in and vote for who they want as a candidate. We have globalization of media on the internet, of radio, of satellite, of television. There no longer needs to be town hall meetings in each state. You can do one centralized town hall meeting that is broadcasted all over the country. Sure, each state has its own issues and and candidates could visit each one of those states. But having primaries and having caucuses and all this shit shouldn't exist anymore. You can do one vote one day. And that's the same thing for when we actually get down to the general election. You could do one vote one day. Here's the reason it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because our current political system. It doesn't exist because the special interest groups don't want that to exist. You can go into a smaller state like Kentucky and spend a million dollars and win the state for whatever your candidate is or whatever your issue is. It's very difficult 
to win the country in one day. So they go into a place like Kentucky and they win the state. They, you know, Trump starts getting momentum and that momentum builds as they go around the country. And you've got a force to be reckoned with that slowly builds and more money keeps coming in. You know, the boulder going downhill, whatever. That is not the way the system should work. And that system caters to the special interest groups. It caters to our lobbyists. It caters to all of that money. The way the system should work is they can go around and they can, you know, gain that momentum. But in one day, everybody votes and everybody votes who their candidate is going to be. And then it everybody is, votes for it president. Is, it is a system that was invented at a time that worked. So, but yes, we, with so all the media and everything we have now, everything the, the has problem changed with the Internet voting and stuff like that is because of hackers. And I don't know how you're bullshit because you do Internet banking. You do. There's tons of things that are done on the Internet. There are, there are secure portals for all sorts of stuff. Your information and information all the way around is kept safely on the Internet and transmitted. There, there's bullshit. Your credit card think... processing goes through the internet. Every time you yeah, swipe absolutely. a card, Every... your phone calls, the fiber optics, I don't think everything is traveling okay through the internet. It, I, I'm a, I do bill paying all but that on there. I don't have a problem with it. because The reason that people aren't card... okay is because the special interest groups want to keep people in fear. They don't want people to, to be okay with it. It's a whole thing. I'm, I, this is a big conspiracy. All right? I'm being a fucking conspiracy nut. They, they have no interest in letting everybody vote in one day for a smooth voting system. It makes it. It does not benefit the lobbyists, the special interest groups, in and any way, shape, or form. And that's who runs everything. It's, it's all the money. Absolutely. So nothing is ever. It is never going to change. No, it won't. When you're talking about a third party system, it's never going to come about because it didn't come about with Ross Perot. It didn't come about that's with because Steve the laws Forbes. don't allow it because the the two big ones have all these laws against. Like, okay, so Forbes and all those other ones, they couldn't be on all fifty ballots. Because right. that's the way everything's written. And Bernie isn't on ballots right now. There's, well, that, that's there's, primary. I'm talking about the actual election. If Even if Ross Perot, he was not on all 50 states. How do we know that if Trump breaks off to a third party, that it's going to be on all well, 50 and, states? But we don't. But the thing is, it's going to bring it to attention that he's not on all 50 states. Eight, years, eight, eight or so years ago gave birth to, I believe it's eight years ago, the Tea Party which not a lot of people agree with, but we would have had the same conversation that, well, at least it's a third party. We're seeing uh, a third party come in. Things it, have but, changed but with you, the Tea Party. You, yeah, and you are starting to see that. But because of Trump, I think it is starting to show that we need this third party because yeah. even the Republicans don't like Trump, which means they're going to start splitting off. Yeah. So they might start allowing, you know, they don't get funding. There's no funding that these other third parties get that the two big parties get. They're not allowed to do certain things that the big parties are allowed to, like being on all 50 states. They can't win electorates. They can never be president. Why? Because they're not all on all 50 states. Because, well, you're talking about that's the power that when the DNC or the RNC, the Republicans or the Democrat committee, get behind their specific candidates, then they have the power and the money to put everybody on every ballot. Right. Well, no, they, there's laws that they put into place to make sure third parties aren't on ballots. Right. It has nothing to do with the money. It just has to. Do well, with it has the everything to do with the money because a third party for a third party to be successful, it has to have the money you to have become because you have that to pick and third choose, party. You have to pick and choose states right now. Right. And break down those laws. And as soon as party number three gets enough money and attempts doing that, what's going to happen? Party number one and two special interests are going to put a fucking stop to that shit altogether. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They do not it's, want those two parties do not want a third party at, at no, all. Anyway, take money away and so, power away. So people are running around saying, well, Trump might create a third party because either he will 
he won't get the Republican nomination and he'll split off on his own. And he's got enough followers, which Ross Perot had, which Forbes had, which, you know, we had Nader uh, had. Nader had. Um, he, he'll get enough followers that he'll create, he'll branch off and he'll create this third party. No, the other two aren't going to fucking let it happen. The Republicans already hate him. The Democrats hate him. They're going to quash that fucking shit. They're, it's dying. They are, but it's bad it's because dying. we need that third party. It is terribly bad. It, and But here's... Even in Congress. I don't even necessarily party. think that we need a third party. We just need to fix the fucking problems that we have with the well, two parties that sit. I don't know what a third party is going to... A third party... We'll start breaking up the money so they have to start figuring something else. Trump out. is not That's the answer thing. to a third party because a third party is a party that cares about business but doesn't give a shit what you do I'm, with your dick. I'm, but I'm not talking about a party and, and, and like being Trump being a party. I'm just talking about a third party. It's just going to break everything up. I don't care if it's Trump or not. It could be Roseanne Barr. Right. But in this case, who ran it's for president, Trump. For those of you who don't know, it's Trump. She was not on all 50 state ballots. Yeah, it's Trump <laughs> being that third party, and Trump's interests are not the right interests for a third oh, party. And neither not. was the Tea Party. The, oh, absolutely. That's too conservative, and that's never going to work either. If anybody in the current election would have, uh, uh, not the power, has the has the oh, fucking agenda for a third party, it would be the social Democrat. It would be Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. That could be a different party because it's a different way of thinking. Trump's way of thinking is in line with all the, yeah, all the I, other and Republicans. I don't care about the way of thinking. I, I just want the money being out there so that a third party can get this other money. So it's going to break the two parties up. See, I, I don't, I don't even I don't care about the two parties necessarily be broke being broken up. I just think the system they of have too much power. How these two parties, how the George candidate Washington comes about is ridiculous. Stated that it was going to be the the, the, the system parties, of it's going to be the death of America. We vote for a president, but they choose a vice president is ridiculous. We should be voting for a president and a vice president. They well, should that's be two way, separate that's people. That's what it used to be. It used to be that way. It, However, it, yeah, but you got to go way back. That's like fucking election number 10 shit. Like right? shit changed. The first and second place. Your first place, like your president. Second place, your vice president. Second president, your vice president. Right. But the problem with that is the parties didn't like that because now you have a, a Democrat and a Republican. Right. But what happens right now is whoever what what is joe biden doing the vice president is always marginalized in uh the office if we had a uh, if we voted for a democratic president and we ended up with a republican vice president or vice versa i don't care which way it is there's no way that that vp is going to allow marginalization him to be marginalized he's going to fucking fight for shit so that's the point is you have people in the white house fighting that is that that's what politics should be it for the people be a fight. as opposed because i'm with you i i think our politics are it's all about the money and not about the people it's all about the money and it's all about how that special interest group is going to make a bigger buck tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And, and here's the thing in office. It's all they There's want. nothing wrong with that because you and I make decisions based on our checkbook. What am I going to buy or what am I going to do today based on my check? Look, you're being an advocacy for these kids, but you're getting paid for it. It's based on your checkbook. Oh, absolutely. So you're doing something you want to do, but you're getting paid to do it. The moment that you don't get paid to do it, all of a sudden your interest in this starts to wane because, look, it becomes a hobby. That's fine. I mean, you still want to do it, but you need to put food on the table. A big, huge corporation, when people are talking about, oh, the minimum wage and, you know, it's going to help everybody no corporations they make billions of dollars they can afford to pay people 15 dollars an hour 
Yeah, because they're just going to raise all their prices. They don't want to, just like That's you right. want to keep your checkbook the same, they want to keep their checkbook the same. And everybody Absolutely. who's in power that has billions of dollars are going to keep the lob- keep funding the lobbyists, keep funding the special interest groups, keep funding the campaign to keep everything status quo so they keep making money. There's no end to this vicious cycle. It's fucking terrible. We're it fucked. Is. We are. Well, I just need to plan it to last 50 years. <laughs> That's, That's right. it. And America will last the next 50 years. And that would be awesome. Right. I, I don't know that Trump would destroy America because I think that someone would kill Trump. And that's probably true. And he would be a lame duck president. I mean, we knew that about Obama. When Obama took office, uh, people were saying, you know, uh, this guy, this Muslim black guy is going to destroy the country. And if he truly was heading down that path, someone would have assassinated him. Exactly. And now his numbers are the highest ever. The assassination attempts that have happened historically. I mean, Reagan, who was a, who was a you know, personal guy, nice guy. As we learned, Reaganomics didn't work out so well. <laughs> During the time, though, it seemed good. But, That's right. Everyone's happy. Um, happy. Right. Usually the people that assassination happens uh, to or attempted assassination um, have really radically fucked shit up. You know, it would go way back to Abraham Lincoln. Like there was a group that's upset. Like he's up. fucking, he's fucking up my farm. Right. Well, I'm going to uh, kill that motherfucker. Right? That J- is how JFK. it works. Okay. <laughs> so like there's a group who's pissed off at him. And- so you put Trump in office and all of a sudden he starts, you know, fucking the country up. There's going to be that guy who's like, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. He's fucking my shit up. So, you know, and it didn't happen with Obama because Obama truly didn't fuck stuff up. So if president becomes if Trump becomes president, he fucks it, shit well, up. He, someone will kill him. It just sucks because we're going to be four years of nothing going on in America. Four years of a circus. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, is, which is just going to suck. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure that. I don't think that he's going to get the presidency. But who the hell knows? No, I, mean, I didn't think he was going to get this far. Yeah, no one no, thought he was no going to get this, gonna get this and the far. The Republican Party's like, um, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I right don't now, know. I'm so curious about the convention coming up. Like, uh, what are they going to do? Do they decide to give them the delegates, or do I, they decide not to and have a free vote? You you heard what Speaker of the House or former Speaker of the House Bonner said about Cruz? <laughs> yeah, the devil or Satan? It was Satan, wasn't He's it? He's a miserable human being. Speaker of the House, former Speaker of the House John Bonner said of Ted Cruz that he is a miserable human being. He is uh, impossible to work with, and he's Lucifer himself. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he picks Fear Fiorina. Yeah. Oh my God! Why? Because he—he's no, he's done anyway. He's he not just, gonna. He well, uh, Carly uh, counterbalances oh. his uh, conservative views. She's more liberal. She's feminist. You know, he's such a fucking tightwad. Uh, women should be, you know, Christian women should be kept in a closet. Guys, so Farina breaks that. Farina Cameron business. apparently thinks that also. That was in the news. Yeah, Kirk Cameron feels that way, which doesn't surprise me. He's, you know, hardcore Christian, Christian values. Um, There's nothing wrong with, I mean, there's nothing wrong with living your life that way. Um, There's something wrong with requiring other people to live their life that way. There's nothing wrong with Muslims not eating pigs. There's nothing wrong with Muslims making their wives wrap their heads or them living in that culture. There's something wrong with making other people do that, forcing it upon other people. It's like having the Jehovah Witness. I had them at my door this morning. Did you really? I did. Right. Well, my house isn't, the gate in front isn't conducive. It's to been a long time. I guess I've been out here in a while, but it's a long time since they came, but I, I was dealing with my carpet at the time, mm. so I didn't get to mess with them. Uh, all right. I think, uh, where are we at? I don't know. Where are we at? Where's our sound engineer, Kahlua? 
Wow. One hour and 18 minutes. All right. Exciting. Uh, so I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.